Hello, and welcome to the Game Raiders podcast. I am your host, Sergio. Uh, Usually, there would be two of us here, but for the foreseeable future, it is just going to be uh, me. Yeah, that's right. It's just going to be a one-man show uh, from now on. Uh, Drew decided to step away from the podcast. Don't worry. We're still friends. I still see him uh, at least once a week to hang out. Uh, He just kind of fell out of love with the podcast, and that happens. It's okay. No big deal. Um, I do kind of want to explain some of this uh, situation here. Um, So we've been gone for maybe two, two, three months, two, three months. Um, In that time frame, I was dealing with a lot of personal issues, um, and I couldn't really focus on the podcast. I had to step away. And a couple weeks ago, I kind of was like, okay, I think now is the time to come back. And it's just going to be me from now on. Like I said, Drew decided to step away, and that is A-OK. What I do want to do is kind of talk about, on this first episode back, talk about the new show format. Uh, I'm going to change things up. This is going to be Game Raiders Podcast 2.0, baby. Let's go. Let's hit it. Um, so the new po- the new podcast, the new format. Um, last time, you know, we were a bi-weekly podcast. We did shows every other week. So two of two, minimum two shows a month was our goal with extra shows thrown in, with any big events or, you know, game reviews, stuff like that. Well, I'm changing that. I'm going to make this a weekly show now. Um, hopefully uh, to drop a sh- new show every Monday. Um to kind of cover news, kind of cover any big events that occurred in gaming. And then, um, of course, we will have additional episodes in the week depending on any special events or, or if there's any game reviews or even movie or TV show reviews. So going forward, we'll have our kind of weekly topic-based episodes, a little bit of news thrown in. Um, and then we will have maybe a game review or if there's a big showcase like E3 or a TV show review weekly now with like The Last of Us coming out, um, I'm, I'm going to review the Halo show. The season one just finished and I did watch all of it. Yeah, so that's kind of going to be the new format. Is this going to be me? Maybe every now and then we'll have a guest and maybe even, uh, who knows, maybe even, maybe even Drew will show up um, every now and then. But mainly... It's just going to be my lovely voice kind of talking to y'all out there. Um, so hopefully you guys don't get annoyed of me because it's just one guy talking to himself in an empty room um, with his dogs and his cats eating next to him, which uh, tends to happen a lot. I tend to talk to myself in rooms with my dog and my cats uh, just just eating next to me. Uh, okay, so what I want to do for this first episode back is kind of catch up on some news and talk about some upcoming showcases and state of plays and give my predictions and my feeling my gut feelings of what what we can expect at these uh, at these upcoming big events and uh, since this will go up probably at the end of May we will have two days until PlayStation State of Play, June 2nd. And then 10 days later, we'll have Xbox's Showcase, their big E3 event, um, or E3-like event, because E3 is not happening this year, uh, on June 12th. All right. So, while we were away, some big news broke. There's a game that we were looking forward to, and unfortunately, it got delayed. 
uh, Xbox and Bethesda have delayed both Starfield and Redfall, which were going to be the both big 2022 releases. Redfall was supposed to release in the summer of this year, which I kind of saw the writing on the wall with it being delayed because um, there was no trailers. There was only that one trailer a year ago, and uh, this year, you know, we saw nothing from Redfall. What was the shocker was uh, Starfield, because Starfield was, you know, teased for years by Bethesda, and then they showed some teaser trailer with the release date for November 11, 2022, and that was shown at Xbox's big event last summer, so it was going to be a whole year and a half away, and they were releasing periodically little like gaming journals to kind of build anticipation, you know, show some game, not gameplay, but show some gaming mechanics and stuff like that, like what to expect in the world. Um, and then, it, you know, and each one ended with November 11th, 2022, Starfield coming to Xbox Series X. And guess what? It got delayed. And it's a bit of a bummer um, because it was one of the games I was looking forward to at the end of the year, you know, getting a new Todd Howard-focused game uh, from Bethesda, Space, Skyrim. I mean, come on. That sounds awesome, right? Um, so this kind of dries up Xbox's uh, exclusives for the year. I don't I don't even know if they have, they'll have a single exclusive, like a single first-party exclusive in 2022, which is crazy to think about crazy to think about because 2021 you know we had Psychonauts 2, Halo Infinite, Forza, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and then we had indie games like 12 Minutes and all these other ones that came exclusively to Xbox to start off and 2022 brings us nothing which is kind of weird like it kind of feels like in the before times like 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018 era of Xbox where we'll get maybe one big game a year, but this year we are getting uh, zero, which, I mean, you can blame COVID. COVID definitely, you know, some some people are still working from home, and this working from home process does slow down the game-making process, you know. Um, but yeah, so like, what do Xbox players feel? You know, I'm an Xbox player. I, my my primary gaming device is Xbox, and it does suck knowing like there's not gonna be any big games. Like I think the only game I played on my Xbox this year was uh, I played Life is Strange: True Colors, and that that wasn't an Xbox exclusive or anything. I just happened to have it for Xbox. Um, so hopefully, Xbox is able to kind of maybe have a few surprises up their sleeve, but we'll see. And, you know, as a player, as a as an Xbox fan, I feel the fan base. I understand what we're going through. Like, I'm tired of this. Wait till next year. It's kind of been the the, the phrase from Xbox. So you know, next year we'll have you know, well we got all these game studios. Next year they'll release that game. Oh, it got delayed, or oh, it got canceled, or oh, there's no release date, <laughs> and uh, it it gets kind of tiresome. Um, what's even crazier thing about though is 
first-party exclusive games released in 2022. I think so far we have only gotten um, from both Xbox and PlayStation is Horizon Forbidden West. Um, so I think Nintendo, obviously, I think Nintendo has some of the better games this year. You know, they got like the Kirby game um, and stuff like that. But yeah, so Horizon Forbidden West has been like the only first party major release in 2022 and that was back in like february which is crazy to think about Ugh, it's crazy um so maybe there'll be a god of war ragnarok released uh, in 2022 my guess is that it will end up being delayed yeah well speaking of uh god of war what i want to get into real quick is uh, some predictions so like I said earlier in the show, like five minutes ago, um, that there is a PlayStation State of Play happening on uh, June 2nd, which is going to be this upcoming Thursday, which hopefully I'll have an episode kind of recapping some of it. If there's anything big, I'll probably have an episode drop on Thursday. If not, I would just save it for the uh, the Monday show, kind of just tying it everything together. Um and then, like I said, I'm also going to talk about the June 12th Xbox showcase, my predictions and feelings about it, because this is going to be, that's their big summer one. As far as I know from reading online, this PlayStation State of Play is not Sony's big summer game conference, you know, State of Play that they would do. My guess is probably be like 30 minutes, if that, and it'll cover just a few different games, maybe some VR stuff, and maybe even talk a little bit about their... Um, their new subscription service that they are, they, you know, PlayStation Plus that they've pushed together. All right, so my first big, obviously, feeling, which I think they're going to talk about no matter what, is the PSVR 2. I think we're probably going to get a release date if we haven't already. I'm too lazy to look that up. Um, and then I think they're going to show more uh, from the Horizon VR game, um, which I think is called, uh, I don't remember, uh, Horizon VR. <laughs> Uh, Half-Life Alex also will probably be going to be announced for the PSVR 2 that's already in VR. So it's just uh, porting it over to the good old PlayStation VR. Um, like I said, we'll probably get an announcement. Um, the price, I think the price is already there. Uh, I think it would be cool if we could watch like VR movies. Shoot, man, that'd be sick. Could you imagine if you were like, in the scene of like Jurassic World and you had Chris Pratt on your right and blue the raptor on your left and you can like look between them as the scene's playing out oh, that'd be cool um okay so that's all i got for the psvr so let me hop on over to some things that i feel like haven't really been announced like these are on none of these are officially announced but like my gut feeling here um a resident evil dlc it's been over a year since the Resident Evil Village was released. Uh, great game. If you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. Um, I feel like a DLC announcement is upon us. This is something they teased back last summer. Capcom talked about that they are working on DLC. They just don't have anything to show. Well, it's been over a year. DLC should have something to show now. Maybe, maybe, not, or maybe not a release date, but you should have some sort of official teaser. Here it is. DLC Village. Um, what do you, did you guys? What would you guys like to see for some uh, Resident Evil Village DLC? I'll tell you what I want to see. I want to see more 
of the four main baddies. I would love it if we get to play, not maybe not as Ethan, because Ethan's obviously dead, but kind of like prequel stories where you maybe play as different villagers that experienced each of the different little houses. Um, you know, you go to face Lady D again, knowing that you can't kill her, so it'll, feel, you know, just trying to escape. Kind of like that um, that demo they released. Like, I would love a f that full demo, but stressed out to a full DLC. You know, instead of 30 minutes, it's like four hours. Here it is, a four-hour DLC. You're going to play. You're in the castle. Try to get out. Lady D's chasing you. You can't kill her because you obviously know she doesn't die. That she dies later in in the story, um, and then maybe going to the house, the the house of the creepy dolls, and doing one there as another villager. Like, I could see four DLCs as like prequels. You know, maybe three, four hours each. Kind of, you play as different villagers that are trapped in the, you know the castle, the house, the swamp area, the uh, the robot factory. And just trying to survive, and obviously you know, like you're not Ethan. Maybe they take away the weapons or something, and that makes it like a true survival horror. Dang, that sounds <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. I would love that. Um, uh, I'd just do anything for Lady D to come back. Uh, yeah, and then um, maybe maybe a fifth DLC. Maybe if they announce five total DLCs, four standalone prequels with the different characters, and then one that kind of continues the story. Um, maybe from Chris's perspective like kind of like no heroes for resident evil 7 but you know you get to play as chris again and just surviving continuing the story maybe going back to the village maybe something was undone um maybe something with ethan's daughter that'd be something maybe um all those would be i think excellent dlcs and i'm hoping that they don't my fear is like with Resident Evil 7, I really didn't care for any of the DLCs, especially the one when he played as Zoe's uncle. That was, it was to me, it just didn't fit the tone, especially at the end when you don like robot arms and then you're like boxing Jack. Like, what is happening? <laughs> what is going on? Um, and then, but it was nice kind of playing it and then like being able to save Zoe versus, you know, if you chose Zoe in the game and she just dies. Spoiler for Resident Evil 7, the you know, game that came out like seven years ago. Um, okay, so moving on to my next prediction here. I feel like uh, Horizon DLC. I think now will be a good time to announce that. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West DLC. Uh, probably, it's probably around the time, six months-ish. Probably around the time you want to start, start teasing it. Uh, maybe for a fall release. Kind of like Forbidden uh, was it for Frozen Wilds. But so you probably do something different. I haven't played Forbidden West yet. I am working through For Frozen Wilds before I jump into Forbidden West to play that. So I don't have much predictions of what you could do for uh, Horizon Forbidden West DLC. But obviously, I feel like it'll be just like a story DLC that kind of continues from where the last game left off. And if it's anything like Frozen Wilds, it'll be. Uh, pretty short and just kind of be a little gap to, to we'll need before you play the next game which i mean come on there's going to be a horizon 3 don't even kid yourself and we probably won't see it for like four years but this dlc will be the first step in that okay um we might even see some last of us 2 multiplayer finally some fractions there's been this has been being teased forever uh i would kill for some uh, last of us 2 dlc 
but I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to package any Last of Us 2 DLC with a Last of Us 2 Director's Cut, which it would be like the PS5 remastered port of Last of Us 2 with extended, you know, scene, extended game sections that were cut, and then uh, probably some DLC that won't be available otherwise. Um, and that's how you make, that's how Sony makes the big bucks. Um, and then, of course, The Last of Us Remake, um, which has also been teased forever. I feel like that's been something they've been saying, well, well that's going to be announced soon. Well, that's going to be announced soon for like two years now. So I do think a Last of Us remake for the PS5 and a Last of Us 2 Director's Cut uh, will probably be announced. And last, like, like I said, that Last of Us 2 Director's Cut will include um, extended sequences that were cut originally, added back in, updated graphics, and possibly some new story DLC. And then I feel like the multiplayer will be cross- That'll be on PS4 and on PS5, not just PS5, like the director's cut will be. Um, I think this next one, my next prediction is, maybe not a prediction, maybe it's a guarantee. I guarantee you we will see Final Fantasy 16. Um, if Drew was here, he'd be pounding the table and saying yes, yes, yes. Uh, but it's just me. I have not played many Final Fantasy games, so all I can say is, yeah, uh, I'd be excited for all you Final Fantasy players out there. Final Fantasy 16 was, I think it was shown two two years ago, in 2020. So at, now was the time to show some more. And they they said that they had some stuff they were gonna show in the spring that got delayed. So hey, it's summer now. So that's plenty of time, I think. I think that's plenty of time. Now I got two long shot announcements here because from what I was reading online that the, these weren't gonna be like the big haymakers like. Sure, Last of Us 2 was one of the biggest games of 2020, but a director's cut is not necessarily, like, a big reveal, right? Not as big as, like, giving us the God of War release date, which I, this is my one of my long shot predictions here, is we're going to get a God of War Ragnarok release date announcement, and I still think this is going to be delayed. So, maybe not delayed, but they haven't officially said 2022, and if they have... And I'm wrong. I apologize. Um, I feel like they are going to officially say God of War Ragnarok like March 2023 or something like that. Like it's going to be here in eight months or nine months or whatever. So be ready. Eight months. Um, that'll give time for players to get their PS5s. You know, the shortages are starting to end. They're becoming more available. And there won't be any chance of them saying it's going to be here November 2022, which is only, you know, what, six, five months from now. And then you end up getting delayed. So I feel like it's going to be a 2023 announcement if there is an announcement. Because I feel like if you're not announcing your release date, in, we're in June, and you, you're only setting yourself up for disappointment if you announce it in August for, like, November um, and then it ends up coming in March. So I think they're, they're going to announce a 2023 release date. And then the last biggest long shot. This is like the longest shot ever. Um, Spider-Man 2 gameplay. Uh, they announced Spider-Man 2. I think that was officially announced last year. And they said this is coming out in 2023. Um, 
Uh, like, could you imagine God of War Ragnarok opening 2023 and then Spider-Man 2 closing 2023 or being the summer release for 2023? That's just like pop, pop. Two haymakers right there. Pop, pop. God of War Ragnarok. Pop. Spider-Man 2. Pop. Would he play as both Peter Parker and Miles Morales? Pop, pop. Just beautiful. And guess what? Venom. Pop. Um, <laughs> pop, pop. Uh, yeah, so I think some gameplay. I think what uh, what I would love to see is uh, some gameplay of what it's like to play as Peter and switch from between Peter and Miles, and then maybe what it would be like to be in the symbiote because we know Venom's gonna be in it, and obviously uh, the symbiote is kind of attached to Peter first because I think the rumor is that there's gonna be every outfit is gonna have an alternate version of it because you're gonna have the symbiote version which would be insane. Like, could you imagine like 60 Peter Parker outfits? And then of course, if you have Miles, are you gonna be having a Miles outfits? Are there gonna be two separate amounts outfit settings, power-ups? Are we gonna get kind of like a Last of Us 2 thing here where like we'll play half the game as Peter, Peter dies and you play the other half as Miles? Like, what's going on? What are we doing? Like, that'll be sick. <laughs> not that I want Peter to die already because like two games is not enough with Peter Parker. But I love the Miles character. I love the Spider-Man Miles Morales. I actually, I actually prefer it more than Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man game. Um, not that they're both they're both really great games. So yeah, again, my longest shot, God of War announcement, and then the longest shot like there's no way. But hey, if it happens. I called it. Is Spider-Man Two gameplay, where we get to see Peter, Symbiote, Miles, Venom, and maybe even Craven, who's rumored to be the other, other villain um so that brings me to the end of my predictions for the playstation june 2nd state of play check in on that on thursday june 2nd let's see how right or how wrong i am um now i'm going to hop over to my xbox predictions which again this is going to be june 12th which is a sunday um and this is one for sure that i will have an extra show for so i will have a show on uh, this Monday coming up. That's kind of just going to be a recap of the uh, June 2nd PlayStation release. And then that Sunday after the Xbox June 12th showcase, I will have a reaction to the trailers and the announcements and all that, uh, as well as my normal Monday show. Okay. So, obviously, the elephant in the room, Starfield and Redfall both got delayed i do think that starfield is going to um have some sort of gameplay shown um i, th I think it'd be perfect oh look the show 15 minutes starfield gameplay here you go sorry we delayed it to 23 2023 here's what you're looking for you know you just you're just putting it on the table gameplay 15 minutes you're gonna see what you know how the customization works how to build your characters um the worlds you can explore the combat and then we can see just like you know how they improved upon fallout 4 system and stuff like that into the new world the new the new lore the new everything the new engine they're using now yeah so i think that's what they're gonna do is kind of think of it like an apology for the delay like hey i know sorry we're delaying this from november but here it's going to come out early 2023 this is what you're looking forward to like here it is we'll see we won't see you next summer for starfield because you'll be playing starfield here's the gameplay 
look at this beauty. Look at look at our new graphic. Look how it runs on the Xbox Series X. This is why you need to get the Series X because it runs best on the Series X. Boom. Um, and then I think the next thing we're going to see, obviously, is going to be Redfall, which a game that was announced after Starfield, but was slated to release like six months before Starfield, which to me is insane. Um, I do think this gameplay is going to come out after Starfield, so maybe a new release date, uh, maybe like May, March or April, May time frame for Redfall. Um, and we're going to have some a new trailer, but this one's not going to be a cinematic trailer. It's going to be a gameplay trailer. And a gameplay trailer is different than actual gameplay because I feel like the gameplay, we're going to see like long, uncut you know, sections of a game, of a level. Versus a gameplay trailer, we're going to see different you know, little snippets of gameplay from Skyrim throughout the game because this is one of those like 4v1 games where like four players versus a bunch of vampires. Okay. Um, between the two, I really could care less about Redfall. Um, for me, it's Starfield. That's the big. That's the big game that Xbox has next with an with a release window. Um, a lot of these other games coming up uh, don't really have release windows. So most of my predictions are going to be like, hey, we may get a release date um, or maybe some more information. Okay, so moving on, still in the Bethesda verse is the Indiana Jones game. Which this was actually teased in January of 2021, which was right before Xbox bought Bethesda. So, um, and this is, I think they, the, the rumor is that this is not a console exclusive, which it's fine. It's not about being the console exclusive; it's about being the best place to play the game. Which, if you're developing a game with Xbox, because you work for Xbox, the best place to play it will be Xbox. Um, and not PlayStation or PC. This just actually makes sense. And of course, it's going to be on Game Pass Day One, so it's going to be uh, pretty, pretty, fr pretty good. Fifteen bucks a month, and you get a free Indiana Jones game. Hello. Um, we'll probably see some gameplay. Not maybe, maybe, maybe not gameplay. But I would like to see how the game would it would look. You know, is this going to be a third person game or a first person game? Because the studio that's making it, you know, they're the ones that did uh, Wolfenstein, and those were all first-person games i don't see how an indian jones first-person game is going to work but it could it's possible um I, my prediction would be that's third person because that makes the most sense to me um and i would love to see indian jones i think that'll be a nice nice little game in there um see if it's is it harrison ford or is it going to be some random voice actor that sounds vaguely like harrison ford what's the route they're going to take it is it is it you know can it live up to the uh other Indian Jones games that were pretty good. <sighs> Excuse me. All right, now leaving the world of Bethesda, we're gonna move into the world of Ninja Theory, probably my favorite studio that is currently under the Xbox game uh, banner. Um, so if you guys obviously know, Hellblade is like one of my favorite video games of all time. Like I love Hellblade and Hellblade 2. I've been so excited for this game since 2019. So we're going up on three years since they announced the game. And every year since then, they've shown a little bit more and a little bit more. So 2019 was that first teaser. And then in 2020, they showed some behind the scenes gameplay footage stuff. So like they had some earlier in the year, they had some game development diaries kind of following on like how the, the back of the, you know, the pre-production of the game and all that. Cause it's something they've been working on for a while. So like, they had all that already pre-packaged and ready to go. 
and then the summer they showed some more kind of behind the scenes of Hellblade and then last year we saw the first in the fall of last year at the Game Awards we saw gameplay footage and it was like seven or eight minutes of gameplay again it was not not like the gameplay treasure it was like a game a section of the game where you're hunting these giants and it was probably the most beautiful thing i've ever seen um so this game uh, my prediction for it is obviously i think it's going to be there and i feel like it will be announced for fall of 2023 and i think that i think what they're going to do is show a new trailer some with some new gameplay and then it's going to end with fall 2023 so our 2023 for xbox is going to be starfield closing with hellblade 2 um and i also feel like we may get some well maybe not i don't know where i was going with that but you know whatever um so yeah hellblade 2 uh fall 2023 announced with a new trailer which may contain new gameplay elements uh, this is the one of the first games to be developed in unreal engine 5 so it's gonna look it's probably gonna look incredible um i know what they did was like they made some of the game in unreal 4 while working with unreal 5 a little bit to kind of learn it and then they ported it over into unreal 5 because from when i from one reading and from hearing you know watching the game diaries and all the game development diaries is they actually worked on different little chunks of the game and then they started building out from there so like big level here level here level here and then they fleshed out between that to kind of a port over to unreal 5 and all that so i think we're close i think we're so close to hellblade 2 and i am so excited 2023 release date is i think perfect um and next up for ninja theory is project mara which was is like this psychological horror game um, about psychosis and creatures and stuff like that that uh, ninja theory teased in 2020 with a gameplay trailer which was uh, in my gameplay trailer um, it's a teaser and it's probably one of the scariest things i've ever watched it's like a minute long and it's terrifying and um last we saw from them from ninja theory about this game was in 2021 last year where they talked about their different um, how to scan the the how they scanned you know environments and how they are building the environments in Unreal Engine Five and all that stuff to kind of make it as like realistic as possible and it looks freaking terrifying. I cannot wait. Um, is this game gonna be called Project Mara? I feel like we're gonna get an official title, whether that title is Project Mara or it maybe it's just called Mara or it's something else entirely um yeah so this is kind of how i feel about those two hellblade 2 and project mara i don't see a release date for this one i feel like hellblade 2 should be the one they focus on for the release date but project mara should be the one where like here's a new trailer here maybe not gameplay but like look at this beautiful whatever created engine okay so next up is a avowed um avowed hasn't been heard from for about two years and obsidian has been pretty quiet on it um, so I feel like now is the time to kind of come back and tease us with some more stuff. Um, again, my big thing this year is going to be gameplay, um, not cinematic trailers, any of that stuff. It needs to be gameplay. We need to see gameplay, okay? And I feel like Avowed is one of those games where, like, I think it's far enough along where, guess what? We're going to get gameplay. 
and maybe a release date window. Um, again, I don't think it'll be 2022, but it could be. You know, you never know. Um, I think most of these games are probably coming out 2023 or 2024. Um, yeah, and Avowed, again, if you guys don't know, it's kind of like Obsidian's answer to like Skyrim at the time, um, but now with you know Obsidian and Bethesda being under Xbox, it's kind of like having your cake and eating it too. Okay. Uh, next game up is in that same wheelhouse, uh, Fable. Again, this was teased in 2020. It was the closing little cinematic at the end of the 2020 uh, of the 2020 showcase. 2020, Ugh, too many years of the 2020 showcase um, was with the fairy flying and they get eaten by the frog, um, kind of showing you, hey, we still got the humor and stuff like that. And this is actually being developed by uh, Playground Games, who do the Hero- uh, Forza Horizon games, and those games are freaking gorgeous they're beautiful to look at and i'm excited to see them kind of play in this new fantasy world and bring their their expertise to that and see what they can do um i think we may not see this is one of the games where like i don't expect gameplay but i do expect a new trailer maybe some new information on the game like you know how is this gonna follow up to the original games is it gonna be a new standalone story is it gonna be a reboot of the original game or is it gonna be something else entirely is it gonna is it maybe not an RPG game? Is it an online live service game like some people feel? Um, which I hope it's not. I hope it's not. That would be the terrible. That'd be the wrong move. I hope it's an RPG game. But it, you know, the rumors online, people speculating that it could be an online live service game. Uh, so new information on that. Um, next up on my list, my predictions. Uh, what's next? Uh, Gears of War Six teaser. It's been about four four years three to four years since gears five um and i feel like now was the time for a Gears six announcement um because obviously it's not a game that will be out this year or next year but 2025 is on the table and that'll be about you know five to six years between games which is the longest gap that um the the coalition has had in between games and this is one where they said like yeah hey look we're gonna actually have bigger gap between gears 5 and gear 6 because they were switching everything over to unreal 5 makes sense so you know may take more longer but you can get all that pre-production done you know in this three years and unreal 5 was officially came out earlier this year so now game people start working on it and this would definitely be something that we'll probably see in you know three years so 2025 is why i think that is the perfect release date um so of course i feel like build that hype now to show a teaser um you know bring back you know get to see our characters we like like kate and marcus and then uh, i don't want to spoil gears 5 so i'll just keep it to that so gear 6 teaser is my next big prediction uh and then i got about two more um these aren't well one's not as big but the other one is pretty big um, Arc Two. <laughs> if you guys remember the Arc Two teaser in 2020, um, the cast was like Vin Diesel, Elliot Page, and stuff like that. And then they also announced a TV show starring them for Netflix. For about two years, haven't heard a peep from them. Um, and there was some recent, I think like Arc DLC or update. So people are like, hey, now is the time. Let's continue Arc Two hype. You know, Arc is hyped up. Arc 2 is next. That's going to come out probably 
you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those 2022 late releases. Like, oop, hey, guess what? Arc 2, October 2022, baby, let's go. You know, you get to build houses and fight dinosaurs alongside Vin Diesel and Elliot Page, um, Victor from The Umbrella Academy. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you know, Arc. I never played Arc. I hear it's fun. Um, Arc 2 with Vin Diesel. You know, now we're family. We're family. I live my life one dinosaur at a time. <laughs> that might have a terrible Vin Diesel impression. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so don't have much to say about that one. Uh, my next, my next game. Uh, I think the show will probably, at least if it was me, I would wrap up with Perfect Dark. Um, kind of end with some Perfect Dark information. Um, we saw a teaser at the Game Awards in 2020, so it's been almost two. It's been about a year and a half since we've seen. Um, a little over a year and a half since we've seen any sort of information on Perfect Dark. We knew the initiative was working on this big game, possibly going to be a reboot. Um, they they brought the guy in who did the Tomb Raider reboot, as people got that feeling. Well, guess what? Crystal Dynamics was now brought in um, to help produce the game because the initiative was a small company, and because of Coba, they weren't growing fast enough to meet the demands of the game. Uh, so Crystal Dynamics, which is an experienced group, brought in to help with the game. Um, since then, you know, they've also, the initiative also has lost a lot of upper talent. You know, some people who came from up Naughty Dog or came from um, other studios actually ended up leaving and going back to those other studios. Uh, Santa Monica um, studio that makes Gears of uh, God of War, you know, they some people came from there and then they left and went back to work on God of War. People came from Naughty Dog and then left to go back to Naughty Dog. Um so the initiative was kind of hiring a bunch of talent and then lost a bunch of talent. So I feel like now is the time to be like, hey, don't lose faith on this project. You know, we still have a lot of good talented people working on it. Here's a little bit more information on Perfect Dark. You know, we're gonna see Joanna Dark again. Don't worry. Um, here you go, guys. Like, here's some. Here's another gameplay. Not gameplay. Here's another trailer. I mean, if they want to show gameplay, show very early gameplay, um, which will probably look nothing like what the game will end up being. Um, and then. We'll probably get some. How about some long shots here? Um, Halo Infinite starter DLC, I think, would be a good little touch here. Um, I would love to see different biomes. Um, like, give us a couple levels that are like in the desert or in the snow and kind of continue where the story left off because it does kind of, it doesn't really end on a cliffhanger, but it does kind of, it doesn't, it just kind of ends the original Halo Infinite campaign. So I feel like some story DLC would do it justice about six months now so i think now's a good time to at least announce it you don't have to release it obviously but announce it and then maybe this will be like a fall 2022 release like oh hey the big halo infinite story dlc here's about four more hours of halo infinite some new biomes coming out um the multiplayer has been kind of disappointing and i know they're like six months of one season which other games would have like three seasons by now but um so i think to kind of bring people back on the good side of Halo would be to show some uh, Halo Infinite story DLC. Because for me, the story, the Halo Infinite campaign, uh, it was super good. Uh, probably the best since Halo 3. Um, so I think it'd be nice to kind of show faith again and be like, hey, here's some story DLC, because it does kind of end on that cliffhanger. <sighs> um, so that's kind of my long shot for fall 2022, Halo Infinite story DLC. And then finally, to close off the Xbox showcase, this is not a long shot or anything. I think we're going to get more Game Pass info. Um, tons of new games are coming to Game Pass. I'm going to guess they're going to officially announce 
Activision's um, games like Call of Duty and all that when they'll be available on Game Pass. And then we will obviously moving forward, they will be day one releases only. All right, so that brings me to the end of my show notes here. And that brings us to the end of the show. So I know it's a little different because um, it's just me. And I'm just kind of rambling. Um, I lose my train of thought a lot, so I apologize. Um, this will probably go up unedited, but future episodes will probably will be edited um, to include, you know, clips and stuff like that from what I'm talking about to kind of, uh, you know, make things sound a little bit better, a little more interesting. Um, well, I thank you for listening, guys. I know it's been about 40 minutes. Um, I'm trying not to have each episode be an hour because I know listening to some one, one man talk for an hour can be uh, irritating and I know I have an annoying voice so I will try to keep it to 30 40 minutes an episode um, but I appreciate you guys listening and if I end up going too long you can always come beat me up um, you can always <laughs> beat me up at my house I'm, I'm available you can just come fight me I'll take you all on um, thank you for listening again you can listen you can follow us on Apple podcast Google um, Stitcher, Spotify, basically wherever you listen to your podcasts, we're probably there. Um, social media, you know, Facebook at the Game Raiders and the Raiders Pod on Twitter, which um, I should be able to take over the Twitter account and the Facebook account soon and start posting more stuff on there. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening to me by myself. Um, I love y'all and goodbye.